Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons. I'm joined today by my co-host, as always, Randy, the manager of mindfulnessness oh angston what's hey, up Eddie? Hey, good morning good morning hey, it's morning <laughs> it's, somewhere it's, yeah it's always i don't know it's the first thing out of my mouth always so we've got some special guests in the studio today if you're watching us on youtube we've got johnny cash notorious big mm. adam bomb who else we got yeah, bill murray and uh, well carl spackler oh and caddyshack uh, caddyshack and we've got dr finkman yep we've got these I, you know what? I went to, uh, I was with my daughter. I went to the, uh, like to get her a little toy or something. Mm-hmm. And we found this little like old school retro like toy shop and they've got these things there. And I guess these are super popular. I'm not in, this, in the, the toy game, but there's these things called like, they're made by Junko called pop, like pop mm-hmm. toys. Mm-hmm. And I kind of heard that before, but pop, I guess this company is now a billion dollar company making these little toys. These tiny like toys. That. Pop culture, right? Is that what it is? That's what I assume it is just pop be. culture. It's all, I mean, they're completely across the spectrum of... They have everything. They have licenses with Disney and any movie you can marvel. They've got any character you can think of. Got these cool little toys, guys. Go check them out. So we got some friends in here. And we're going to probably just grow this. We'll just have this whole desk line full of these little pop toys. That's a good idea. Just Let's one after another. Yeah, why not? And they're cheap. They're like 10 bucks. Load them up. Let's yeah. go. So I can get gifts for everybody for the next <laughs> 20 years with these pop toy <laughs> there gifts. There we go. Pop toys. That's all you're getting. All right. So after that little jibber jabble, <laughs> we've got a good episode today. Something that comes up almost on every single call. And really, what should I be spending on my marketing? Yeah, it's a big, this is a big one for us. I mean, as a business owners, where do you go? Where do you set that threshold for acquiring clients? What are you willing to spend? What is What makes the most sense? So this is absolutely one of the most important things you can know in your business is obviously client lifetime value. You've heard of us heard us talk about this a million times, but client lifetime value more or less is what an average client's worth to your business. Yep. Okay. We think of our clients as assets to the business. The biz, they're, they're worth something, X amount of dollars. Let's just say, sake of argument, $3,600 is an average client lifetime value in your gym. Now, what should you spend in marketing to get that client to sign up with you? Yeah, uh, obviously we use a number of examples and you can you can get deep, right? When you're talking about referrals and you can talk about multiple services and things like that. But for as a gym owner, you've got data, you should have some sort of client management software in play and you should be able to pull the reports to to find out your average lifetime value. Yep. For the sake of simplicity, let's yep. take your average monthly, you know, cost of your membership and let's multiply it over your average length that somebody's in your business. Yep. Pretty easy to start with. And then, you know, obviously we can elaborate and go deeper if that was. Absolutely. Need. And so for, again, we're going to use this example. Your client's paying you 200 bucks a month. They stay with you for 18 months. It's 3,600 bucks. Okay. So, okay. So now I realize once you figure out that number, a lot of things open up for you as a gym owner, 
If you don't know that number, go get it. It's really just like Randy said, the average revenue per month per client times the longevity of them being in your business on a, on the averages, okay? Because you've got people that stay for four years and some mm-hmm. that stay for four months. So you got to average, you have to have data. And like Randy said, if you don't have a, a good membership management software, there's a million of them. I mean, there's ASF, ABC, MindBody, uh, Zen Planner, Wattify, Club OS. There's a bazillion, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, there's no shortage. That's for software. sure. <laughs> yeah. So get your stuff into a database, track your your client data so you know, and you've got clear, realistic numbers that you can, can judge off of. So one, okay, so- we know that a client's worth $3,600 in this scenario, right? So the analogy I use, and I may have even said this on this, and I just did the presentation, right? The mastermind. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's imagine if somebody, like you went to a jewelry store and that jeweler had a bar of gold on the desk or on the on the display case. And he said, okay, this bar of gold is certified worth $3,600. I've got it for sale for $800. Do you want it? A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Do you have more? You have more of those eight, yeah. Do you, have, do you have more? I've got more eight hundred dollars. Yep. So you're buying that at a profit. Now mm-hmm. that price. What if he said, "Hey, you know, this thirty six hundred dollar bar of gold is two thousand dollars." Would you be willing to purchase that? And most gym owners, if you say, "Hey, your cost per acquisition is going to be two thousand dollars to get a client to sign up with you," they're going to absolutely say that's way too much money. I'd never spend that kind of money to buy or to, to acquire a client. And I want you to think about it a little bit different. If your client's a bar of gold and you're buying it at a profit, why wouldn't you buy that client? Why wouldn't you spend the $2,000? I mean, obviously, if you can get it cheaper, let's talk about sure, that. But, yeah. but okay, the, the, the bar of gold's worth $3,600. You're going to buy it for $2,000. Your client's worth $3,600 to your business. Would you buy it for $2,000? Now, the caveat here is, yeah, it takes you a little bit longer to get the $3,600, but it could actually be more than $3,600. You know? So that's one of the analogies I like to use, and you use it as yep. well, just to kind of put paint the picture of what a, a client is really an asset to the business. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of gym owners when we do get on calls and they don't understand that principle. Right. You know, it seems Facebook advertising or social media advertising, marketing their business in general just comes across as this unknown expense. Yep. And that's kind of the the mindset shift that we're kind of trying to to bring into the the scope is this is an asset to your business. Your marketing should be an investment into your business. It is not an expense. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at it as an expense, you're not tracking your data. You're not following a formula. You're not intelligently marketing for your business. And that's exactly where guys like us come in and try and help. Trying to help, yeah. That's what this podcast is really about because you just had the call, uh, I think it was like a Monday, right? And we're on Friday right now. So a month, like four or five days ago, the client just didn't know. He mm-hmm. just didn't know. And you're trying to educate him. So we- we like to educate clients, especially on calls, so you can get a clear picture because that's really what it is. It really comes down to math, investment, return on investment. Yeah, this is business. And we're in an industry where we get it, right? A lot of the, the gym owners are in a position where the business side of it is now a learning curve. They've been exceptional trainers for years. They've stepped into the role. Mm-hmm. The business is, as a business owner, now there's all of these different hats that they have to wear. Marketing is not something that they've done in the past. Uh, to this degree, they've never taken that risk. They don't understand where to set those thresholds and acquire, you know, what they should actually be spending spending to acquire a client. Right. We have our beliefs. Do you want to dive into the actual numbers of it? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll dig even deeper. So, if you've been in the Facebook marketing game for a long time, you've gotten a little spoiled. Obviously, things have have shifted a little bit. 
a lot of people are, are, are they look at cost per lead. Okay, mm-hmm. what are my what's my cost per lead? Okay, so let's let's define what a cost per lead is. So you spend money and you get somebody to give you their information. So first name, last name, email, phone number. It could be email only. It could be phone number and name. It could be any of those combinations. But that technically is a cost. It's a lead. You paid money. That's the cost per lead. Mm-hmm. Do all those leads turn into clients? Absolutely not. In fact, some of them will never show up at, in a consultation. Yeah, you'll never hear. Half the information is probably not even correct in some of those. Uh, right. Right? Like there's always that variable. So you got this cost per lead and everybody's like, hey, what's my cost per lead? Really, you really should be looking at cost per acquisition. Mm-hmm. Because that's the final goal of all marketing is to acquire the client. And cost per lead is, let's just make some round numbers. Let's say you got $10 cost per leads. You got 100 leads. Okay. 100 leads. And if I had a whiteboard, I'd be going nuts. Yeah. Like <laughs> so 100 leads, 10 bucks. So your cost, your total investment on marketing is $1,000. $1, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you got mm-hmm. 100 leads, but only 50 of those leads actually booked an appointment? What is your cost per booked appointment at this point? $20, $20. right? So now mm-hmm. we're into it for $20 per booked appointment. Okay, so now you've got $20 booked appointments, got 50 booked appointments, and you got, and only 50% of those people show up. So now what's our cost per show? Show rate, 40 $40, okay, still okay. Would you be willing to spend, okay, now you, now you take it at this point. Would you be willing to spend- Forty dollars to get somebody to show up at your door for a consultation. Exactly. For a consultation. Yes. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Right. Now, of those forty dollars, uh, so now what are we into this? Hundred fifty, twenty-five showed. Mm-hmm. Only twelve of those do a trial. Okay. So now we're at twelve people doing a trial at eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. Sure. Okay. Call, yeah. To get them to complete a trial. Would you pay $80 to get somebody to do a trial? It could be 14, 7, 30. Moving towards memberships. So yeah, moving yes. towards memberships. And now we're at, into it for $80. $80 trial. For, for each of those individuals who take a trial on in your facility. 100%. Do it. Yep. $80. Absolutely. Now, of those 12, only six of those convert into members. Okay, so we have we were at eighty. We had a hundred and twenty dollar cost per acquisition. No, one hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty. Yep. One hundred and sixty dollars per acquisition. Would cost. that be worth it to you? Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady thirty k or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well. The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, depending if you know your client lifetime value, if your memberships are $160 a month and they only stay for 30 days, you're breaking You're breaking even. even. Right? So again, it's this math equation that you take it all, and everybody focuses over here on this cost per lead, when really we need to be looking at the cost per acquisition and all the steps in between, you can increase those. Obviously, I use 50% to try mm-hmm. to do this in my head, which we did very, very poorly <laughs> at. But we're trying to create this this math equation that says, okay, each step, there's a conversion percentage at each step, mm-hmm. right? How many clicks, 
to lead, right? That's a conversion percentage. Sure. Now, how many leads to booked appointment? That's a conversion percentage. We used 50%, but let's just say that went up to 75% of all leads booked an appointment and 75% of all appointments showed up. Now you're getting a lot less cost per acquisition at the end of the funnel. Mm -hmm. And this is technically a funnel equation. And you need to understand where, at what point are you willing to spend? So if you don't know your client lifetime value, that's the first step Absolutely. in this equation. Yep. So now we, we know, let's just say for the sake of this, we did what, $160 cost per, per acquisition. Per acquisition. Mm -hmm. If your client's worth $1,000 to your business, absolutely. If it's worth, if that client's worth $500 to your business, is it worth it? Yes. Yeah. 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 As long as that number far exceeds or yep. exceeds technically, I mean, if we're talking the bare minimum, right? A break even is still a win. It's I mean, still it's a win. not a loss. You did not take a loss on that transaction. Um, somebody came through your door. That's the ultimate goal of every lead generation. That's yeah. the acquisition. That's how we grow a business. How many months, where do we set our threshold? Yeah. So our rule of thumb that we like in case you're listening right now and you're like, well, how much should I be? Okay. I'm willing, depends on the time of year and depends on the situation, but I'm willing to spend up to three months of revenue on to buy a client. So in that situation of $200 a month, I'm willing to spend $600 mm -hmm. to buy that client. Mm-hmm. And you should be too. Now, you should actually, depending, because we have this philosophy of the concept of energy breeds energy, mm -hmm. having bodies and people in motion in your gym, the next person that comes in and sees a packed house of full of people, even if you broke even on every single one of those people in there, the next person that comes in is going to buy just because of the energy. And then now we're talking about referrals and buying mm -hmm. other profit centers and smoothies and supplements and all these things that can generate additional revenue to increase that lifetime value of that client that we didn't use in the first equation. Exactly. And, you know, Tim, we're speaking to this. This is going to touch on marketing. This is touching on sales. There, there are different aspects in play here. Ultimately, if you don't know the numbers that we've just discussed, start there. I can tell you I've taken hundreds and hundreds of calls with gym owners around the world. And one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle that they're missing is not knowing this. They're, they have no idea where to start. It doesn't matter what company you go with. Ours, obviously, we have a solution for that. There's others out there. But if you don't know those numbers for your business, you really don't even, you shouldn't be researching the companies that are going to try and sell you yeah. Their service. Yeah. Know what you can afford to do it for first. Know your numbers as a business owner first, then go out and seek the, the solution to that problem. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot to be said about the offer on the front end of why people are actually giving their lead information as to whether or not that conversion is going to be higher percentage mm -hmm. in the end. Because as we know, as soon as you put something out there for free, automatically cost per lead drops like a rock, which is a good thing, right? It, it lowers the cost per lead. However, at each one of those conversion percentages we talked about, the 50% show rate probably lowers than that. And then everything drops. And now your cost per acquisition is actually much higher in the long run. So again, a lot to think about, a lot sure. to look at. But if you have like a paid trial or a paid offer or something that's 150 bucks, 200 bucks on the front end and they're signing up for that, yeah, maybe your cost per lead's 40 bucks, 30 bucks. But you're getting money back on the front end and you got a better quality client at the end. So there's there's a lot of things to think about. And we, we discuss all of these scenarios with clients mm -hmm. so they understand because there's plenty of people out there that'd be happy to show you their cost per lead 
without yeah. telling you what the offer is. Yeah, and, and understanding exactly like the quality of that lead to versus your avatar client. We can sit here and we could we can spend a lot more money, but we can literally pull in that one person that's the perfect person for our business. Yep. That's one avenue. That's one way that you can go and market. And then the other end of the spectrum, like Tim mentioned, right? You've got free, you've got a lot more of the mass leads coming in the door, yep. but they're not exactly on paper the perfect lead. And because of their buy-in, those percentages of breakdown typically going to be lower. Changes, yeah. But a way of getting around that and circumventing that and increasing the profitability or the conversion percentages is incentives. Mm-hmm. This is something that we've helped. There's a little pro tip, right? If you can't get people to show up for a consultation, incentivize them to do so. Yeah. Give them like, a reason to give, show give up. Give them something. You know, give them a t-shirt. Give them a, yeah, give them a profit t-shirt. Yeah, water give water them, bottle. Yeah, give them a water bottle. There's cheap, effective ways. And it goes back to your cost per acquisition. So it comes full circle. Bake the cost of those goods into that equation that we just went through. And now you know that that's how you can give away these incentives and still be ahead of the game when somebody buys because you know your costs at every single yeah. step. Guys, the majority of marketing is not the theory. It's not the off the next greatest thing. It's the understanding about your business and what you can and should be spending to go and acquire that client. Absolutely. Great point. We This is something we were using right now mm-hmm. in, in all of our practices is we've got baked in cost of incentives for people to take action. And we just roll that into the cost per acquisition. Mm-hmm. We take all of this, what we put out, and then we divide it by the number of people we got. And that's our cost per acquisition. No matter if it was a sign, the cost of the sign or the cost of your Facebook ad or the cost of the company to set it up, plus the mm-hmm. cost of the ad, plus the shirt, plus the water ball. It's all baked into a lump sum divided by how many clients ended up converting specifically from that campaign. You have your cost per acquisition. Does it map out as profit? You won. Yep. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winningjim.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And something to further elaborate, not to get too detailed in things, but in the industry, right, along with the people that are boasting about the lowest cost per lead and, and things like that, is the front-end revenues. Front-end revenue is great in the marketing game, mm-hmm. right? To get somebody in the door, it'd be awesome if it was break-even. It'd be perfect. That's a, that's a really winning, successful, great marketing campaign, right? Your cost, whether, whether it's a low barrier offer or trial, the cost of that service that people are paying is breaking, even. breaking yep. even on what you're spending to acquire that client. That's a win. But the true winning gyms are focused on that long-term membership, that real ROI. That lifetime value of a client. It's not always about the $97 times 30 people through the door this month. Mm-hmm. That's guys in the, in the big picture. That's, that's chump change. Let's look at the 36, the $3,600. Yeah, well, this equation, 36, $3,600 $3, that each of those is actually truly worth to your business yep. and play the averages. Play it's the, a law of averages. And play the long game. 
And exactly. Don't be so stuck, guys, on worrying about what did I get today, right? If you got this client in your ecosystem, in your business for long term, hell, if you got 10 of those people at $3,600, that's thirty six grand to your business. Cool. Mm-hmm. That works. And the value that le- lives in the list of leads as well. If those people, maybe they came in and they did a trial and, they, and they're not, they haven't paid for a membership yet. Mm-hmm. Remarket to them, guys. Nurture that lead. When somebody gives you their information, continue to provide value until that buying decision is right for them. Mm-hmm. If we get into sales, right, there's no no, there's only a not right now type of thing. Yep. Well, then cater to that, right? Allow them to bring to the, the marketplace the value that they're looking for so that they can make the decision that's right for them. You're probably the solution to their problem. They showed you that there's some level of interest involved. Continue the line of communication. That yeah. client can come around and it might not be tomorrow. It might not be in that 30-day window, but that real ROI is going to show up as clients continue to join memberships. And here's the pro tip. You've paid for that lead once. Might as well continue to work that lead until it, uh, you know, they disappear or say no 25 times yeah. to you. I mean, there's, I'm not saying to hard sell people, but the point of this is, is you spent money, you got the lead, do something with that over time. Yeah. They didn't buy it today. Cool. No problem. Mm-hmm. Let's put them in our database. Let's send them periodic messages. Let's reach out to them. Let's send them a mailer. Let's send them something. Use them in a retargeting audience. There's a ton of things. I mean, you've got a client that's at least in, somewhat interested at the time for something that you had to offer. They're in your area. Obviously, if you're targeting correctly, they're in your area Mm -hmm. and you've got their info. So just use it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about these things for days, right? A a marketing strategy. That's, I think, the big premise about it. So once you know your numbers, once you have that in mind and you know what you can actually acquire a client for, it should be acquiring a client profitably. Yep. Build a marketing strategy. There has to be an understanding of the life of from cold traffic all the way through to realistically the day that person leaves your facility at the end of their membership. Yep. How many memberships have they renewed? Yep. How many other services within the business have they expanded in and the, the value ladder? For people. Exactly. So yep. the understanding the entire window of a client, of a lead, of somebody in your organization, and then break down those little micro segments, work on those each of those little steps, and then you'll find a much more conducive system for marketing your business. Yep. And it all starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Because it doesn't have to be complicated. A lot of marketers might try to pitch it that way that, yeah, you don't, you won't really understand that. We're going to get you $5 leads here. 30 cent. You guys want 30 cent leads? Put an ad out for a free 12 month membership. Yeah. Right. What, what, what is What good does that do? Or you want 30 cent leads, a dollar leads, put a unlimited personal training raffle together and mm-hmm. you're going to have dollar lead. I mean, okay. What is, are they really going to come in? No, probably not. They're just wanting to win that thing today. But hell, if you, if you use some, some strong remarketing strategy, or if you have a huge qualification process to get into that, like, yeah, like, we, like we, we play be, with, yeah, exactly. there are some ways to weed people out. So now you're just really talking to the cream of the crop. So again, it comes to the offer. It comes to those conversion percentages. It comes to the cost per acquisition Oh, great book for anybody that's interested in learning more about buying customers. There's a book called Buying Customers, actually 2.0 now. I read the 1.0. We couldn't mm-hmm. find it. I was like, hey, this is yeah. one of the best books. Yeah, it's, uh, the author is Bradley Sugars. Thank you. Yeah. Bradley Sugars, Buying Customers 2.0. It really talks about this exact thing we're, we're talking about. Grab it. Amazon, wherever. It's, it's worth it. I mean, at the end of the day, that is the number when it comes to understanding if you're marketing successful and what you should be spending on it. 
without these numbers, it's really just a guessing game. Yep. You can allow the marketing companies to kind of dictate and d- drive your attention to where they want their focus. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the better you know your numbers, then you can take that a leverage or something powerful to your marketing situation and know that it's a win. Yep. And that's really, because like you said, it, it doesn't need to be confusing. It's not always just about the next greatest offer or the next greatest hook or how beautiful the landing page is. The better you know your numbers, having multiple polls, allow the system to do the work, you're going to win every time. Yep. Perfect. We'll end on that. That's a, that's a great point. Perfect. So bundle up all your costs and cost per acquisition is a profitable boom. Client lifetime value. You, we just, so this is a great episode, guys. Review this episode a few times. If this didn't like click the first time, I know we went into a lot of numbers and we're trying to spit things off the top of our head, but this is pa- very powerful. The, the more you know, the more powerful you can be as a business owner, working with marketing in general, knowing that, hey, I'm just buying this person. Into mm-hmm. my, I'm just buying this asset. I'm buying this piece of gold into the business and it all starts to make sense. And to elaborate on that though, real quickly, he who spends the most to acquire a client typically wins. So once you know your numbers and you know you're profitable, if your competition knows their numbers and they know where they're profitable and then you guys are in the marketplace and you're competing now, traditionally, if you know that you've got the greater ability to go and acquire that client, you're traditionally going to win over your competition. Because your competitors will back down long before you will because you know- You're confident in the math. Yeah. You know your math. If they don't, you're going to beat them every time. Mm -hmm. And that's- what's happening with us right now. We see it constantly. We, 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 mm-hmm. we are, yeah, exactly. We know our numbers great here in this market and there's people, funny story, we get calls from competitors of Pulse <laughs> Fitness. They're, they're requesting a consultation with us as ProFix. They don't understand that I own the gym here and they can't, they're, they're trying to beat us, but they're, we're the company to do it at, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh man. So sorry guys, we can't help you. <laughs> not gonna help the competitor. Not, yeah, not taking food off one plate to put it. Yeah, you know? so all good. Guys, Take this, re-listen to it a few times. Until next time, keep changing lives, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, I'd love it if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. See, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge, huge help and I would be very grateful. Until next time, keep building something great and we'll see you on the next show.